The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Um, I just feel great relief and peace knowing that all the fighting for my girls was worthwhile and that, you know, I can take from an absolutely heartbreaking, devastating, life-changing situation, I can take comfort in knowing that as a mother I, I've left them, you know, with the financial means that, you know, they can hopefully have a, a nice future um, and pursue all their dreams. How old are your girls? Um, they are seven and 12. So they are... Seven and 12. Okay, they're still so young. You might, Lindsay, remind us of, of your story. Where all of this started for you? Um, well, I started feeling, near the end of 2016, I really started not feeling like myself. And um, I had had a smear test um, earlier on that year. And... I just went to the doctor in December and I, and I was like, I'm, I'm not well, you know, and I, I'd started bleeding at that stage and I had said, you know, I, I want to go further. And, you know, he checked and said, you know, your spirit test is fine and that. And I was just like, yeah, but this isn't like me. You know, thankfully, I'd never, you know, been sick. And um, so that's my, finally then in January, I got to, um, to see a specialist in Mullingar and he knew nearly straight away from seeing me and then it was maybe a a week and a half later I started my journey in hospital in Dublin in January 2017 and it has continued on. This is my third time being diagnosed. I've had a hysterectomy, I've tried chemo, I've done internal and external radiation which I tell you is barbaric what you have to do for the internal radiation and just constant um, things going wrong and ending up in hospital all the time. Um, My body is a wreck from all the treatment. So it is, you know, I know on the outside people think that, you know, I look the picture of health, but it just goes to show how important it is to go with your gut and to push when you don't feel right. You know, people can't just take um, a look at you and, Say that no, you're okay when you're trying to say that you know you don't mm. feel well. And Lindsay, how how soon after when you saw that specialist and they knew immediately that there was a problem? How soon after that did you start thinking? Hold on, I had a smear test and, and the smear test came up clear. Or you know, were you so all consumed by suddenly this battle in front of you that that was kind of pushed aside? Well, I'll tell you what, I brought up the four letters I had been told of my results to the specialist that day that he told me the news because um, I had gotten a phone call um, kind of by accident to be told the next step and I was like well I haven't had results and so I had even though they hadn't said the word cancer I was like I'm going to be told on the Tuesday I was like I'm going to be told I've got cancer and so I actually had the letters in my hand and had gone up and he just goes, <laughs> he was like, don't mind them. Absolutely not. He was like, I'm telling you, you've got cancer. And I was, I remember then when I did get on to Dublin, I said the same thing to them. And they were, you know, didn't, I said, I think that, you know, that there must be a mistake. And they said, no, they didn't think so. Um, and it was only then I remember when I had my cancer for the second time, and I seen the amazing 
sticky feeling come out on the steps. I was sitting in the waiting room for my radiation appointment and she came out on the steps and this was, you know, nearly a year and a half later after I'd been diagnosed and I thought, that's so strange. There's someone else who has had trouble and, you know, it was due to, you know, smear test, around smear test and I was like, that's so strange, you know, and um, I was like, it just goes to show my, my gut was right um, and I, it just didn't make any sense and it was only, I think, because I was trying to be so careful and like that at 22 years of age had paid I think it was 90 euro at the time um, to get it done privately because I was just so um, desperate to not ever have to be in that situation um, which just unfortunately has ended up exactly where I am so I, I'm kind of amazed a little, this, that you were literally sitting waiting to go in for chemo and you saw Vicky Fielder in the news and you thought, hold on, that that's me as well. Like I'm I'm one of those people who got a, a clear smear test and it turns out I had cancer. I mean, were you angry about that? Were you upset about it? Were you confused as to how this had happened? I, what was the the thought process? Maybe it was all of the above. Um, I'm generally not like a very, very angry person. And when I had my hysterectomy and I was six weeks lying in a bed in my sitting room, um, I was given this book all about gratitude and it just kind of, it changed my outlook on how I deal with things. And I remember just being grateful that it wasn't my family, it wasn't my friends and that, you know, look, it was me as much as I didn't want to, but I was just like, I'm going to try my best to fight and stay alive. And at that stage, I was being treated to be cured still. And I, I lost my mom to cancer nearly eight years ago. And it was absolutely devastating. And I just was just like, if I have any chance of, you know, pushing forward and getting through this, I've got to not be angry. I've got to just be, practical and think of a solution now I was absolutely devastated and you know but and I'm sure there was bouts where I had anger but I've always tried to just remain calm and Mm. just try my best to get on with it but devastated and I suppose frustrated at times because I had tried so hard not to let this happen when you said there uh, Lindsay, that that the point of your treatment at the time w- was still to try and cure you. Well, what's the point of your treatment today? To try keep me alive as long as they can. And do you know how long that might be? Um, they had said that they didn't really want to give me, um, you know, figures and stuff. But my cancer that I have is an extra aggressive one. Um. And so they don't have, they don't want to say and they they can't really say for for sure. But, um, you know, the the chemo is palliative and that they'd wanted that I am just don't feel comfortable taking, which is why I want to try the immunotherapy um, and other treatments before I was ever even considered that as I wasn't able for chemo and it had to be cancelled. A lighter kind of a chemo that I had done than the one that, the double dose that they had been offering um, this time. But yeah, no, unfortunately, it's not. It's not to cure me. It's just to try and kind of ma- maintain, I suppose, the cancer if they can. 
Um, but it's a 50-50 chance. And how well are they maintaining it? I mean, what's the, the quality of life like? How, how much time are you able to spend as a normal mum to, to the two girls? Um, well, I, I've been doing lots of kind of alternative treatments and, and infusions and, and different things um, so far because for a start, I wanted to have, you know, Christmas with the girls. Um, being me, so I, like that, I've been organising goodbye videos for them and making memories um, videos and stuff for them to have um, and just kind of getting stuff like that done. Um, but as of right now, I haven't had actual hospital treatment um, this time. Um, and um, that will hopefully hopefully start when I get back from Mexico where I'm hoping to go over to a cancer um, centre. God, how do you, Lindsay, go about making a goodbye video for your children? Um, It's not easy. I mean, I organised my funeral the day after I found out because I wanted to have, like, all my speeches and all the hymns and all the, you know, little notes for everybody to be ready and... For me to still be as much of me um, as people could remember instead of being a very sick me um, and maybe possibly bitter by that stage, um, you know, when it comes to the end. Because, you know, when you're very physically unwell, you can you can get snappy at times. <laughs> but no, I think just for the, lo- for the love of the girls and for... Having my own heartache of losing mum when I was 24, I just wanted them to always have bits and bobs to hold on to. So I think you just go into this practical mode and you're like, okay, how can I take any power back from this, you know? Um, And so that's what I did. And the amazing Sarah Jane Foster from SJF Productions in Mullingar has just been such an amazing support. She actually helped create the video for my letter to the Taoiseach and the government leaders and she's just been amazing in all the shots and everything that she has done and I'm so grateful um, you know because it's just it, like I said it just makes me feel like I get a little bit of the power back and then to, to bring it full circle again how relieved are you today despite everything that's going on despite that somewhere in your house is a goodbye video to your 12 year old and 7 year old how relieved are you that to some extent you've secured their future today? If anyone knew behind the scenes the amount of grilling and and work that goes into having to get a case like that together, um, then they would completely understand the relief because it is probably one of the hardest things that I've actually had to do but like that, I was driven for the girls and it is just the biggest relief and weight off my shoulders that I can concentrate on trying to stay alive now. Whereas I have, I can park that I've done everything possible for when I die and after I die to make life as good for them and even emotionally to have everything, yeah. you know, give them as much peace as I can. It just... To pick up on something there, sorry, Lindsay, how difficult the case is. Like, is it too difficult? Because that's, sometimes that's the, been the criticism of these processes, that they're, oh, they're, they're not fair to people like yourself. Like, I I had from people like, you know, medical professionals and stuff like that, 
I had, I think, at one stage, 11 and a half hours of people questioning me. And that was while trying to find treatments, trying to go to appointments, trying to do scans, trying to keep the kids going. Um, you know, and then even on my social media page, I was trying to reply to people who were being so amazing and like sending me in so many tips and so many things to to try. Um, but, oh, it like, it is so hard. And at one stage I thought, oh no, like, I can't do this. I don't think I can. I was absolutely exhausted and in bed. And I did push through, but I can see how a lot of people would actually just have to walk away. And I think that had I been in a relationship and, you know, with a partner, I think, and not a single mother, I think I probably wouldn't have nearly been able to keep going. But, you know, I just have to keep thinking of my girls. Uh, to think uh, there's parents like myself Lindsay, at the moment who do no end of giving out about homeschooling and trying to keep kids yeah. entertained and I tell you I feel very silly uh, listening to you uh, like the, the to have such small problems uh, to deal with like so many of us are so blessed uh, do, 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 you, do you talk you've left a video for the girls do you talk to the girls about you know the, the, yeah, about well, what's coming well when I got diagnosed um, the first time the hospital had said to me, um, I can't remember the lady actually I spoke to, but she had said to me that generally we would advise to be as honest with, um, you know, children as you can without obviously terrifying them. So I've always said, mammy is cancer. Now to them, they might think that cancer is only on the same level as having, I don't know, a cold. Um, but I, I told them the word um, and I said to them that, you know, they were going to have to go stay with my auntie and, you know, explain that to them. And then when it came back, they knew obviously that I was sick again. But this time I said to them, you know, unfortunately, Mammy, it looks is going to have to be an angel and that they don't have the medicine to make me, you know, better again to take the cancer away. And um, Zoe just turned around and she goes, no, you're really positive and you're a warrior. You've got this, Mammy. And Haley was like, yeah, you do. And I was just like, OK. Um, and I just, I didn't push it. Um, and I just said, OK, that's their thoughts now. We can come back to the conversation when, you know, I'm, you know, possibly not in as good a health as I am now. But I was just like, I'm not going to terrify them and you know be like no listen to me um, if that's what they've taken from the conversation I'm just like okay we will go with that for now Well Lindsay listen they're, they're lucky to have you in their corner and to have fought so hard to secure their future and like I said we, we hugely appreciate you taking the time out today Not at all, thank you The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan Weekdays from 4 on News Talk.